This week on the podcast, Q or Bust is going to be music to your ears. Hey, you sitting there with a bowl of popcorn, wondering what to stream on TV? Fear not, we're the Q-Busters, Andrew and Ken. Grab some snacks and enjoy a fresh look at the hottest shows, movies, and streams. I'm Andrew. He's Ken. How you doing, Ken? What are we talking about today? So I thought because this is my birthday week, we should shift gears. And instead of talking movies and TV shows like we do every week on the podcast, we can mix it up a little bit. And you are going to give everybody your top 10 songs of all time. And I'm going to give everyone my top 10 favorite bands slash artists of all time so i think yeah. that that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah and um yeah because you're a big music guy and i the reason i'm doing songs is because i have said many times especially to you uh and a few other people i'm just notoriously bad at music um and what that results in is like i can pick out specific songs much more easily than i could have picked out specific bands or musicians which is where we're at. Yeah, um, and I'm the exact opposite. Like, if you had to ask me for a top 10 favorite songs of all time, I would struggle to put that list together because I couldn't even tell you what my favorite song of all time is um, because my mood changes so much. Like, that's the beauty of music. Like, yes. Yeah. Sometimes there's a beat that you really like, or there's lyrics that mean a lot to you, or there's a song that's so catchy, you know, and it's like, what really defines your favorite song? So I'm really excited to hear your list because I, I, I A, want to see if there's any songs I even know or really like on that list, and B, maybe I'll find something new. So, yeah, I would love that. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right in, shall we? Um, I'll take the lead here. What I'm going to do, though, Ken, is because you said it yourself, like, depending on your mood, you never know. Disclaimer, I could pick different songs any other day. Also, I didn't pick just then. I kind of, like, just picked ten types of song that define, like, different moods I am or, like, different ages I was when I was into that style of music. Um and my list is closer to like 15, but like I'll, I'll, I'll give you them in pairs and whatnot. So like to start off from our, our youth in the good old year 2000, a movie came out, Ken. Uh, and that was the Rugrats movie. <laughs> and that movie heavily featured Who Let the Dogs Out, which in my head is like intertwined with Blue World. By like Eiffel 65, Dabba Dee, Dabba Da, right? So those are like the first two songs. When I think childhood and like music I liked in my childhood, those were the songs for me. Yeah, I think every 90s kid can relate to both. Yeah. I had the Baja Men CD. Yeah. I was a big fan of Who Let the Dogs Out. The best part about the CD is like when you were kind of like a, a one hit wonder band like Baja Men. Yeah, there there was the their famous song as the first song. And then I think there was like 12 songs on the CD. 
And the 12th song was just a remix of that. <laughs> no, there was like two or three different remixes. Because they like include like the Rugrats remix on the CD too. <laughs> like, like, but like that's what my childhood was. Was like it was these one hit wonders, these like Mambo number no. five and just like bops that you just have a good time and you like just run around the house listening to them. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Mambo number no. five is great. And then uh, Weird Al Yankovic is uh yeah combo number five is even better <laughs> yeah exactly and that brings me to amish paradise um that was the first time i realized hey songs have lyrics <laughs> and like in this case they're funny um and so like that was a time where i was just listening like i i just wanted good vibes so it was like amish paradise weird al yankovic and that quickly led into just like a ton of like techno <laughs> weirdly weird Al came to techno i got every time we touch by cascada and uh numa numa right every, yeah every time we touch by cascada um i remember that being like the go-to song in gym when we ran the mile yeah <laughs> i mean like and that's like the age like early middle school you know i was the kind of kid where like yeah we're you know just get the heartbeat up you know like really like songs like that and then weirdly those are intertwined with numb by lincoln park um because all these songs are featured in some like game mode of some game i played hours and hours of and like it was the same three songs over and over again on repeat and so like they're just like stuck in my head for like i spent my you know friday nights like staying up past my bedtime hoping like my parents don't walk by my room and realize i'm still awake listening to these three songs while i'm playing like my stupid game on the computer with my friend um (laughs) and then go ahead good good shout out there uh by lincoln park uh you might see them uh, pop up on my list yeah but like that's the thing they'll pop on your list I don't know if I could tell you another Linkin Park song. I don't know if I could tell you another Cascada song. And they have other, like, hits, other bops. But I only know those single songs because of my exposure to them, from, like, from that single singular experience, right? And, like, that's just my experience with music in general is, like, I don't, like, listen to somebody like, wow, I really like this. I'm going to go listen to what else the artist, like... Bro, I'm like, I like this. I'm going to listen to this one song over and over and over again until it's dead to me. <laughs> um, and, like, I've always been influenced by, like, media and things and songs appearing in that way, which is why the next couple of songs are Overkill by Colin Hay, who was in Scrubs. And it's a song from Scrubs. That's where I know it from. He's playing his acoustic guitar. Um ray song right uh yeah it's it's like that's what it is it's like it just hit right he's from that's what it is he's from the band men at work i think ah yeah right australian dude australian band i think uh just like an acoustic guitar song out some that was the first time like a song hit the right way it hit hard i think that's those are the episodes where brendan fraser dies in scrubs Oh uh, yeah, I've I've I remember that episode. That's such a crazy scene too. Yeah, so I like it hit extra hard. Um, and then on the flip side of that, 
One of one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite shows from Parks and Rec, Five Thousand Candles in the Wind, when Chris Pratt sings a song in honor of Little Sebastian the Mini Horse. It's just a fun, funny song, right? Um, but like that's like again, it's this is a song representing me. I get these like fun songs from these TV shows, and that's what I'll listen to over and over again. Um, and like they're good. Like you <laughs> you got to look up Five Thousand Candles in the Wind. You've heard it play in my car on my cd like yeah i i was gonna say we have to discuss this if you're yeah. ever by chance in the somehow. car with andrew some you are guaranteed to listen to a cd yes yeah. andrew CD. and i are the kind of guys that still have cds and his cd will range from exactly the music he's listing right now yeah. you'll get a an EDC techno vibe going and then he'll hit you with some comedy and then he'll hit you with acoustic guitar <laughs> acoustic guitar it's, he's he's got it all because <laughs> yeah. what ha- what happens is i'll make a new mixtape but i'll still include songs i like from the past even if they co- do not fit any of the other songs it's just a mishmash of songs i like i looked at my like spotify list of like favorite songs i had like 135 liked songs which i feel is a little low if i'm being honest um yeah let me check mine really quick and like it was just a wide assortment of just like nonsense you know so like you could probably find some themes in there but it's like these are just the songs that i like and um yeah uh, I have 899. Yeah, you see, like, that's more reasonable, I think, than me. That's what I mean when I'm like, I'm bad at music. I find songs I like and I stick to them. Uh, and then there was the age where I just was all about the good vibes. I was feeling 22, Ken, T-Swizzle. My friends play that song for me when I turned 22. It was a thing we did in our friends group. So it's like songs like that. Uh, there's a song called The Passenger by Iggy Pop. You've heard that play in my car. Young Volcanoes by Fall Boy. These are just songs that are good vibes. They're, they got like an, they're optimistic. I don't know if The Passenger is optimistic, but it gives me optimistic vibes. You know, like makes me content. Makes me happy. Yeah, I, w- I would say all three of those songs are, are pretty well known. Uh, you said another band there that could pop up on my yeah. list. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Going into this, you were concerned you weren't going to know any of these, but I feel at this point you've at least heard of most of these. Uh, yeah. Right. I would say maybe there's two I haven't heard of. Yeah. And then uh, the last group of songs, these are just songs that like I've listened to them and like I get chills down my spine, and I I can't explain it. But, like there's just a certain vibe to them, and that's like uh, I picked Geronimo by Shepard. Uh, and Ghosts by the Presets. And then there's a few other songs. Don't gotta listen now. And and those just like, I would call them like anthem. Like they feel like an anthem. You know? Like you just like, you you walk out of a tunnel, you play that song, and like you get chills. Like that's what I feel when I hear, hear like the beats in these songs and like listen to the lyrics, which I was never very good at listening to. And then finally, 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 I'm really into just random sea shanties and folksy music. I can't give you a specific example. Um, 
But like things like that, that's what I'm into right now. Give me a sea shanty. Give me someone playing like a fiddle. I'm happy. That's nice. Andrew's music 101 quick five minute review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of range there. I mean you really bounce around with different emotions, uh, and it's a pretty compelling list. I encourage uh, our listeners to give us a top 10 list on social media as well. Um, if you can't think of 10 favorite songs, maybe a couple bands you like, yeah. a couple songs you like. Because uh, we're, we're the kind of people, we'll listen to your music and you know see if that's something that, that fits our criteria, which at this point, we're pretty much open to any kind of music, right? Yeah, that's, it's re- that's really what it is. It's like... I just picked like different segments of time to like pick songs and like that might be easier for fans to do than to just list 10 songs because it is hard and I'd love to see what other people. I feel like you would like Bastille a lot. Uh, I think I have a couple of songs liked by them on my Spotify, but nothing that like stood out to me is like, like Pompeii is is pretty good. You know what? That like that, that is the song I have on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah, I guarantee it's here somewhere. Just based on the the like ten to fifteen songs you gave me there, that that feels like it it might um one hundred percent that mixes into your Andrews one oh one. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's right there between Sale and like a Polish polka. So, <laughs> Sale, the AWOL Nation song. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That yeah. that is a great stadium song yeah. too. Yeah. I remember when the White Sox had Chris Sale and they'd always pump that one when he yeah. came onto the mound. Right, it gives you chills. But the funny thing about that song, Ken, is the first time I heard it was on a video of a cat jumping into a wall. <laughs> and, like, it's, it was hilarious. And I'm like, hey, that's actually a good song. I got to check the song out. And then that song just stuck because of the cat video. Yeah. A lot of... Some of my earliest songs have come from, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you know? Yeah. That had one of the best albums, I remember. Yeah. Okay, so... For fun, I'm always going to uh, throw this out there whenever we're doing a ranking type of video. Uh, before I go over my list, I hinted at possibly two bands. Do you have any predictions before I dive in? Uh, besides the ones you mentioned, the Beatles are up there, guaranteed. Um, I... You're, I want to th- say the Beach Boys, but I don't think you'll pick the Beach Boys. I want to say it. I don't know. I know you like you 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 definitely have a specific style in my head. I just can't like this is what I mean when I say I'm bad at music. I just can't put it into words. I can't name the bands. I can I can like hear it in my head. I just can't First, turn the sounds into my words. For those who don't know, Andrew and I have been friends for a long time now. And I honestly don't know if we ever really discuss music. Like, um, no, I don't think we do. We usually talk video games, movies, books, 
Sometimes we'll talk about sports and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't think music has really ever come up other than when you're driving or I'm driving. That's yeah. the moment where like you get to reveal your playlists, right? So exactly. for you, not really knowing what's about to come, the fact that you rattled off one of them correctly uh, is pretty awesome. Um, the Beach Boys almost made my list. <laughs> I, like, uh, if this was a top 15, top 20, they would have easily made it. You know what? Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. But, yeah, I mean, let's just kick it off right here. You cannot do a top 10 band slash artist of all time without having the Beatles. So that's going to be how I kick off my number 10 spot. Um, Here's a couple of their hits. If Yesterday, Twist and Shout, Strawberry Fields Forever, Across the Universe, uh, Let It Be. Uh, Yellow Submarine, uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand. I mean, they had so many timeless classics. They had, you know, four of the best musicians of all time. You had Paul, George, Johnny, and Ringo. Um, I, I mean, it's just incredible. And uh, they were icons. And I really like how across uh, their career, how much their music changed throughout the times. So I remember when Beatles rock band came out, I wanted that so bad <laughs> um, and just iconic. I don't know if you have a favorite Beatles song or not, but um, I remember as Ooh. a kid, one of my favorite moments was getting the Beatles album. It had like the one on it and it was like their greatest hits on one CD. Uh, yeah. It was awesome to own that. No, for sure. Um, makes sense. What's interesting to me is, like, the Beatles, like, stopped being active, like, 20 years before we were born, right? Like, they were, they've been perennially popular. But, like, why the Beatles for you? Besides just, like... Is there do like do they hold a special place in your heart besides just being really good music, or is it just that the music is really just that good? The music was really good, and then as a kid, um, I used to go to festivals all the time. Like okay, gotcha. The the normal fest around the house, and there would always be impersonation bands. The biggest one being American English, and like it really had a, a good impression on me um as a young kid they're easy songs to memorize they got a good beat to them good message and um you know it's just something you're you heard as you were at parties and stuff and it just kind of grows on you over time and then the older you get the more you appreciate it so sure okay makes sense i'll throw mine in there i'd probably pick hate you Hey Jude, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, mine's a toss up between Yesterday and Strawberry Fields Forever. I sure. feel like Strawberry Fields Forever is one of those that people don't really know. Uh, super catchy song. So if you ever get the chance, check it out. It's a, it's a fun little bop. Strawberry Fields Forever. So nice. 
my number nine is going to be a complete change of tone, uh, and that is going to go with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, right. it, in the 90s, you were probably familiar with VH, VH1. Uh, every weekend, they always had their top 20 music videos. And I could tell you, um, this was one of the things I looked forward to as a kid, seeing what songs were popular and then watching the music videos. And I'll always remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, their biggest song when I was a kid was Scar Tissue. Uh, I love that song. And then as I got older, I really got to dive deeper into their albums. Um, and then I heard songs like Californication, Under the Bridge, Danny California, Snow, By the Way, Can't Stop. Um, they're just such a great band. The singer has such an iconic voice. Whereas when you hear one of their songs on the radio, you automatically know it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the way that they are able to mix fast-paced songs and really slow songs, they're just some of the best to ever do it. So I don't know if you have a Red Hot Chili Pepper song that you like or how familiar uh, you are with them. But I, I got to admit, again, showing my breadth of knowledge when it comes to music, I did not realize Californication was by the Chili Peppers. But yeah. I'll go with Californication because it's a song I, I know I've heard and I know I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they're they one of the bands that's on my bucket list when it comes to bands I hope to see in concert one day. So. Yeah. I think it would have been really helpful, Ken, if I played rock band as a kid because I didn't, you know? And, like, I can picture my buddy John Skarzynski he would he had like rock band guitar hero and we played when i would go to his house we played all these songs we played all the beatles songs we played californication i'm sure we played all the songs you're about to name like these were the songs we played i'm like oh this sounds good but like i didn't play it so i wasn't exposed to it so i just didn't learn it <laughs> what's next what's number eight so my number eight is going to be a band that you referenced earlier lincoln park yeah. Uh, th this is a band, of course, that I would have loved to see in concert. Unfortunately, due to tragic events, that's not possible anymore. Uh, rest in peace to the legendary Chester. Uh, Chester and Mike, they just had an iconic, um, really good band in Lincoln Park. And I know you were talking about Numb, how that, that was one of your favorite songs. Um, that's definitely one of their songs that they're well known for. They also did Faint, Paper Cut, Breaking the Habit, Leave Out All the Rest. Um, they switched to EDM for a while and did songs like Castle Glass and Burn It Down. Um, they did a, a whole album with Jay-Z, which was really awesome. Um, they actually blended really well together. And then, um... They just have so many great songs, and they're that kind of band that can mix rock and roll and rap. And, like, if you do it the right way, it's so much fun because 
they're able to really make these uh adrenaline rushing lyrics that that get you kind of uh the blood pumping get you singing dancing uh just an iconic band and every album they really did a good job mixing it up where one album is like super fast paced and super like adrenaline rushing and one album super deep and has a lot of of messages there and then the next album's like edm so like they had a little bit of everything out there and they did it all really well so if you um want to go back and revisit some of their earlier stuff i feel like they have some of the best lyrics when it comes to like alternative rock bands so yeah really enjoy lincoln park yeah i think that's one of those bands that is like on every millennials list of like <laughs> bands or like yeah that that was a phase or like everyone had lincoln park at some point on their ipod Oh yeah. Yeah, there's just so many so many bands in the early 2000s. You had Linkin Park, you had Green Day, you had Sum 41, you had My Chemical Romance, Blink-182, yeah. Maroon, uh, Maroon 5. Yeah, I mean and they all competed at the same time and they all had great songs and to me Linkin Park just kind of stood out along with Red Hot Chili Peppers and one other band that I'll mention later. So my number seven is going to be a band that I know everybody knows and probably everybody loves. Um, and uh, before I reveal who they are, they will probably rock you. Um, hey. The show will probably go on. Um, and you might hear them on Radio Gaga. So <laughs> without further ado, my number seven is Queen. Uh, Freddie Mercury is... Uh, the voice of an angel. I mean, dude could sing anything and it was going to be awesome. Really loved the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. That was a great adaptation of the band. Um, I have Queen's greatest hits and they just, every song that they ever touched was just an automatic classic. They even did a Flash song for the Flash movie and it was awesome. So, like, oh, I Queen have is, no idea. Queen is just awesome. They have a song called Bicycle, and it's oh, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to ride my bicycle. Um, yeah, I mean, people love Queen for different reasons. It could be their simple chant song, We Will Rock You, or it could be something deeper like Bohemian Rhapsody. Either way, um, Freddie Mercury and that band produced some of the most iconic songs of all time, and they easily deserve a top spot in my top 10. So, yeah, I think I no, that's, I think you did an excellent summary. I think if I was to have a band list, they'd probably be on it just because I'm, I'm so much more familiar with so many of their songs because they are so good and they are so diverse from the bops to the ballads, to the radio Gaga, which like, the, is it like poppy? I guess like, they they covered everything, <laughs> you know. They covered the whole, all possibilities of music, and they and Freddie Mercury, like you said, was a total stud when it came to singing. Yeah, like if anyone wants to see one of the coolest concerts ever, 
watch highlights of the AIDS concert on YouTube. It's just some of the coolest stuff you'll ever see. So, yeah. Uh, my number six is a very different style of band that I haven't referenced yet. Uh, and it lead and the lead singer is of course my man Mark McGrath. Uh, it's gonna be Sugar Ray. If you are in the mood for some good vibes and easy, light listening jams, summery vibes, Sugar Ray is what you need. Um, I just want to fly under the sun every morning, someday, some of their hits right there. Uh, one of the best concert experiences I ever had. Um, it was a total 90s day. So. They uh, took the stage and Fastball opened for them. I don't know if you know who Fastball is. They basically had one really good song called The Way. Oh, Uh, okay. Got it. And then Vertical Horizon was next. And then after that, um, damn, I can't remember the band's name. So I'll have to get back to that. If I could think of it, uh, Sugar Ray then was after them, and then Smash Mouth was there. So uh, it was like every 90s song you could think of was played that day, and it was awesome. And Sugar Ray, if you're not familiar, just they have some of the best summary vibe songs there is, super easy to listen to. And Mark McGrath is just a super great guy, so um they were easily going to make my uh, top 10 list. I'd like to guess Smash Mouth is on your list. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish they were. Um, I, I would definitely say if I did like a top 10 concert experiences, I mean, Smash Mouth would have to make it. They were super fun. And anybody who grew up in the 90s knows yeah. All Star. Uh, yeah that those lyrics whether you like that song or whether you saw shrek a hundred times you knew that song yeah Yeah. (laughs) it doesn't matter whether or not you like it you know it right so now we're getting into the the meat and potatoes we're getting into the top five um to be honest i love all of these equally except when we get to number one that's head and shoulders above anyone else but my number five is the king of rock himself, Elvis. Um, I love Elvis. I don't talk about him as much as I should. Um, he was also uh, one of the CDs I got when I was uh, a kid. I got the Elvis Greatest Hits. It came out right around the same time as the Beatles did their Greatest Hits CD, and it was one of my prized possessions. I don't remember if I don't know if you remember when uh, they used to have commercials for CDs and they used to be like, buy this greatest hit CD. It has this song and this song. Well, they did that for Elvis and I immediately went out to the Best Buy and got it that next day. Um, Don't don't be cruel. King um, Burning Love, Jailhouse Rock, Can't Help Falling in Love, Hound Dog. suspicious minds i mean i could go on for days as to why uh, elvis has some of the best music there is um he was in movies he was an icon 
Um, when I went to Vegas, when I turned 21, the impersonators were awesome and I, and I got to experience that. So, uh, I absolutely adore Elvis. And, um, if there was ever somebody I could see come back for one day to do a show, it would definitely be him. So I know that's a popular question on like Facebook or whatever. What's your one like travel back in time to go see band? Yeah, for me it would definitely be Elvis. That'd Interesting. Be awesome. Do you have a favorite Elvis song? Uh, it's it's one of those things, you know. Like I just don't am not as familiar with Elvis as most people. I know Hound Dog and I know what is a Blue Suede Shoes. Okay. Right. He, like. Yeah. That's I what re- I know of Elvis. I really like his Christmas song, Blue Christmas. Um, it's one of the best. I remember when they did the commercial for Now That's What I Call Christmas. Oh, they gosh. did. They showed his Blue Christmas song with the snowman. Ah, God. To be young again. <laughs> now let me hit you with a band that I know for sure you'll know because you're from Chicago and so are they. And that's yeah. going to be Fall Out Boy. Um, I love Fallout Boy. Uh, when it comes to video games, they have had several of their tracks in video games. Yes. Dance Dance being one of them. Sugar We're Going Down Swinging. Um, Centuries is one of the songs that I really loved. It's always on the radio. Uma Thurman um, is a cool song named after the actress. Um, I saw them in concert a few years ago with Wiz Khalifa. Uh, really great concert experience. That was when Wiz was really popular from Fast and Furious. He did tribute to that um, oh, yeah. when he wrote the song. Um, and then Fall Out Boy was just awesome. Pete Wentz and Patrick Stomp are two of the best musicians of all time. So they they had a period of time where literally it felt like you would go a few months and then boom, Fall Out Boy's got another big hit on the radio, right? Yes. It was such a great time to be alive. And I feel like they're one of the few bands nowadays when when they release a new album, like they don't just do it for one or two hits. Like usually their albums are are filled with six or seven really good songs that are gonna be played uh on the radio or in commercials or yeah or in movies do you know who they remind me of a little bit and i don't know if it's a fair comparison they kind of remind me of like imagine dragons where you know when you go to six flags you're gonna hear their songs while you're waiting in line for six hours like yeah i i think that that's a a good comparison they definitely uh imagine dragons another one of those bands that just continue to pump out a lot of really good songs. Uh, I feel like in the short time that they've been a band, they've really produced a, a, a good chunk of of music. Yeah, I think Imagine Dragons will be someone else's like in the future's Fall Out Boy. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I know for a while, uh, I I tried to see them in concert, but 
you know, some of these bands, they, they only play in like the big arenas, like United Center or something like that. Um, most of the venues I go to are like Tinley Park, Ravinia, Northerly Island, um, something Smaller that's a little spots. bit more yeah. affordable, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right, so we're getting into the nitty-gritty here, Andrew. The top three. Yeah. I, um, I honestly, like, hearing your list so far, I'm not surprised by Queen. I'm not surprised by Elvis. I'm not surprised by Beatles or Fall Out Boy or Linkin Park. Nice. I, I, I don't know what to – I would have guessed those for, like, the top three. Um, There's one band I know that you and Steph listen to, and I'm – forget their name so i know and i know it's gonna be there right uh don't remember who the artist is and i'm gonna be like oh of course but <laughs> at this point yeah just hit me with it because like i don't know what to expect at this point my number three and this is super controversial and i might lose a ton of viewers after this but i don't care because this is my list <laughs> My number three, I think, is the greatest rock and roll band in the world, and that is Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Of course, yeah. Gene Um, Simmons with the tongue. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley. Those, when I think of Kiss, I think of those two guys. Um, The costume, as you were alluding to, is iconic. and I've loved them ever since I was a kid. A couple of years ago, one of my biggest dreams came true, and they were in North Aurora. And they were playing at this very small arena for $40. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a, for Kiss? $40 for Kiss because it was supposed to be for like the community, you know, like a really small, uh, intimate concert. But when I mm-hmm. heard it, they were 40 bucks to see probably one of the greatest bands of all time. I, I didn't even hesitate. I paid my 40 bucks and it was the best concert experience of my life. Um, they really know how to put on a show. Like, I always say when you when you came up in the 70s and 80s, um, you had to be really good live. And like not only could they sing really well, but what they do while they're on the stage is just awesome. You got fire shooting out everywhere. They had fireworks shooting out of their guitars. When they hit the drums, there was sparks coming out. Um, and they have just some great songs that that everybody knows and loves you know rock and roll all night detroit rock city shout it out loud love gun calling dr love i mean their destroyer albums turning 45 years old which is awesome um i'm gonna grab this really quick sure i don't know if you can see this oh yeah it's signed right yeah, so not only uh, did I get to see their concert, um, but I was lucky enough to actually meet the whole band. Uh, they signed a custom photo for me, and they gave me guitar picks, which is always fun. Oh, that's um, really cool. 
And then I, I can't get up right now, but uh, one of my Funko Pops is, of course, the Demon, a.k.a. Gene Simmons. So big Kiss fan. I'll always be a Kiss fan. Uh, I'm sure if you've seen me before, uh, one of my favorite T-shirts to rep is the, the Kiss Tour shirt. So shouldn't be any surprise uh, that they're in my top three. Uh, they're another one of those bands that, if you grew up on Tony Hawk, they were in Tony Hawk's Underground, the first yeah. one. It all uh, Yeah, they actually, I believe they had a Kiss concert in the game. So, pretty cool. I need to play that again. That was on the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> play the remake now, I think. No, that, that makes sense that you have Kiss there. Um, I wouldn't have guessed it, but like, it's like all your movie lists, Ken. It's wouldn't have guessed it. it. Makes total sense knowing who you are. I've I've definitely heard you talk about them before. Yeah. Yeah, it's just if you ever get a chance to see them live, it's totally worth it. Um they just put on such a great show. Like sometimes you don't need to know the words or the lyrics, just going to a concert and seeing somebody put on a show like that, you automatically become a fan after that because you can just tell like how how well they rehearse it and how much thought they put into it and like sometimes you know you go to concerts and they're just singing on stage and you're like yeah I guess I paid for that but the people that take it the extra mile and they got stuff going on and that's I think is awesome. Like, I'll never forget, I saw Weezer, and um, for one of their songs, they had, like, the beach balls going on. So as they're singing, people are hitting the beach balls around. Mm-hmm. That's always fun, you know? Get your fans engaged. Yeah. So my number two is going to be a pure 90s band, and that is the Goo Goo Dolls. Um we're getting into my number two and my number one. So Goo Goo Dolls is one of my all-time favorite bands. I've seen them a total of six times in concert. Oh, wow. Um, over that stretch, it was six years in a row. So unfortunately, uh, because of COVID, I haven't been to a concert in a couple years. Otherwise, I'd probably change that to eight. Uh, I was pretty much frequently seeing them every year. Um they're one of the best bands ever. Um, they've had hits like Black Balloons, Name, Iris, Better Days, uh, just to name a few. So I, I'm sure if I've played you some of their songs, um, you would you would know them. Um, some of their songs have been featured in hit movies like Transformers. So. They were one of the bands that I remember my good days of growing up, swimming at the public pool. I'd always hear their music. Uh, And after a while, it just kind of gets looped into your mind that this is something that um, you're just going to listen to because you know it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I've seen them six times. I've seen them at Northerly Island in Chicago. I've seen them at Ravinia. Um, my favorite experience was seeing them at Miller Park. So Miller Park actually had 
uh, baseball game and a concert. Really, really, really awesome, like, summer program they had for the Brewers. So, basically, I got to see a whole Brewers game. And then after that, I got to run onto the field and see a Goo Goo Dolls concert. Oh, all for the same price. Like a double feature. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So really love the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, I just think that they're super talented and a a great band that um, people from the 90s definitely will have um, nostalgia for. That's that's a good one. I I did not know you were such a big Goo Goo Dolls fan. Oh well, yeah, I I will have to look into Goo Goo Dolls and see what they're about. Yeah, John John is one of my favorite lead singers. Uh, he's just he's just an awesome dude, and they always put on long shows for their fans. So some of their um. Uh, tribute songs that they do are really good too like they they uh they recreated american girls and um their version of it they they speed it up it's it's normally kind of a slower song and they sped it up and it just sounds so much better like Mm -hmm. i like how sometimes you can recreate a classic song and put a twist on it and they're one of the better bands at doing like tribute songs Oh, sweet. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Ken. Number one song. Number one band. I mean, so my the number defining one, Ken band. My number one band slash artist is a tie because they are one in the same. So Matchbox 20 slash Rob Thomas. Um, for those who don't know me, there are two people in this world uh, that I idolize that are celebrities. One of them is named Tom Brady. The other of them, the other one is named Rob Thomas. Um, I've always jokingly said that I would pay a great deal of money to meet either one of these guys. Um, Matchbox 20 is my favorite band of all time. Um, their first album that they ever dropped was probably one of the best albums of all time. Um, the hit song from that album was Real World. Um, I'm sure you've heard that song on the radio a million times. Um, the other hit song off of that album was 3AM, which is a classic. Um, and then a couple years later, they come back with Unwell. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. Uh, such a great song. And then Rob Thomas took a break from the band for a while to do some solo stuff. And he had Carlos Santana. They wrote Smooth together, which topped the charts for a long time. Definitely, if I was to do a top 10 song, that would probably be in my top three. And then yeah. I Don't Want to Be Lonely Anymore. Uh, Little Wonders he wrote for Meet the Robinsons, Someday. Uh, Rob Thomas is just so talented at creating lyrics, and uh, he's still at it today. So they're still making music. They just had their 20th anniversary uh, last year. So um, they're a band I've seen three times. 
I saw them with Counting Crows. I saw them with the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, and then I've seen Rob Thomas solo a couple times. Just, just a great musician and somebody I have a ton of respect for. Like when I listen to those lyrics, it almost feels like they were written for me. Um, they're just sometimes they're fun songs, but a lot of his songs are very deep and they deal with struggles. They deal with relationships. Um, they deal with the journey of life. So really love Rob Thomas. Super great guy when he has his concerts. Great to his fans. Um, and he always, you know, shows appreciation, takes time to stop singing for a little bit and kind of give messages to the fans, like a little intel on like how his life is going and how are we doing? And then he usually grabs someone's phone and, and take some pictures for them, you know, pretty cool stuff. So that is my top 10 list. Uh, good list, man. I don't know. I don't think I have anything to add that you haven't said yourself, of course. I will say this. Um, now that's what I call music is up to volume 80. <laughs> um, so they're still going, <laughs> you, you know, uh yeah get yours now i remember when i was a kid when now one came out and it was a big deal and i collected them probably all the way up to like now 20 um that's a lot i was just checking it in spotify the other day um you know just to kind of remember what was on some of those cds um, but man, now 80, like, it's crazy to think that that many versions have come out since like the yeah. 90s. That's like um, one every three months for the past however many years. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. Um, but it just goes to show you, like, that's how much music gets pumped out, you know, like, and it's hard to stay in the scene for a long time. Um, yeah. Like, like, like the one b- beautiful thing about movies is like, if you make a really good film, people will remember it for hundreds of years, right? Like, people are still talking about Citizen Kane and Casablanca and movies like that that came out like almost eighty years ago. Music is kind of one of those things where like. Unless you're Elvis or Prince or Michael Jackson or the Beatles, um, you're going to get forgotten um, unless, you know, you do something that makes you stand out. So it's really hard to continue to stay in the game. So when Taylor Swift is doing things that she's doing and Lady Gaga's doing what she's doing, it's it's refreshing to see that because it's really hard to stay in the business for as long as some of these bands and artists that we listed today. Yeah, that's a very good point. I wonder how much that has to do with like preservation of older music and how much easier it is now. So like it's harder to find the best stuff sometimes, but it like you made the point that it will last the, um, it's an interesting thing. I haven't put much thought into it, but 
something to think about in the future, perhaps. Yeah, th- think about it. You know, kids today, and when I say kids, I mean like probably ages Teen- 16 to yeah. 18. Teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Teens today are more more likely to listen to, uh, I think personally, like Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Kiss, Def Leppard, somebody like that, before um, they're inclined to check out a whole album for somebody they just heard on the radio, right? I don't know. That's hard. Because, like, I think music is such an easy place for kids and teens to rebel against their parents. So, like, if their parents are playing, you know, Kiss or whatever at home, they're going to pick something different just to have their own identity separate from their parents. I think that's, I think, like, right now, the artist is, like, Billie Eilish. And I get it, you know, for kids who like her today. Um, Yeah. um, I I think, though, like, we've reached a point where we recognize the importance of preserving, like, those big names that I don't think they're going away anytime soon. So kids are, I think kids nowadays are more likely to discover, you know, like, uh, the fallout boys, <laughs> Lincoln parks and the kisses and the Queens, then I would say kids from our days. Cause unless you had someone say, Hey, listen to this it was much more difficult to discover. Now the internet is at every kid's hands. They can just be like, Hey, what's some what, best music of all time. And like hundreds of lists out there. And like, yeah. And this, this was just my top 10. Like, I could have easily dived into a top 20, you know, um, just to give you a taste, you know, I, I left out bands like Blink-182, Green Day, Spice Girls, Beach Boys, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. stuff like that that I grew up on. Like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, um, I'll always have a special place in my heart yeah. for both of those because – that's what you grew up on, right? Yeah. Like, it was Britney Spears before. Like, kids nowadays, they know Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande. When I was a kid, it was Britney Spears, you know? And there was, exactly. there was like, no competition. Like, Christina Aguilera once in a while would, like, throw out something, and the Spice yeah. Girls would throw out something. But we all knew Britney was the... It was Britney. Yeah. She was the one. Um, when when it came to boy bands, like it was tough. You had Backstreet Boys, you had In Sync, you had Ninety Eight Degrees, um, uh, Aaron Carter. What was that band's name? LFO. Do you remember LFO? Uh, here's the thing, Ken. I sucked at music and didn't pay much attention to it back then. So outside of like Backstreet Boys and In Sync, I don't. Hold on, I, I... <laughs> uh, probably not a good idea to play it at this point in time. Maybe once we end the episode. Summer Girls, that's what it was called. Okay. New Kid on the Block had a bunch of yeah. chicks. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> yeah. God, good old LFO. I, I think if I was to do a top ten nostalgia songs, like LFO's Summer Girls would make it. 
<laughs> just for that line alone, Chinese food makes me sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. It's it's a beat. But thank you, Andrew. This was a lot of fun. Um, I hope you guys, fans of the Q Busters, enjoyed this. I know it wasn't your typical Q or bust this week, but I'll tell you what. Um, give our songs or bands a listen and let us know if it was a Q or a bust. Um, yeah. And I'm curious to see what bands and music that you guys like. Um, I'm always interested to listen to something new. I'm just like you, Andrew. Like, if you were to look at my 899 like songs on Spotify, you'll you'll get Linkin Park, you'll get Fall Out Boy, you'll get Panic at the Disco, and then all of a sudden you're listening to classical music or jazz, um, and, and then it goes back into you know um, something else. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. But you know, Ken, it wouldn't be the Q Busters podcast if we didn't do snack time. It's snack time. In honor of your birthday, Ken, you want, let's talk birthday cake. What's your go-to when it comes to birthday cake? Do you want a cake? Do you want a cupcake? Do you want a birthday brownie or a pie? I'm so glad you asked, Andrew. This is something. I discovered late in life, and I wish I would have discovered it <laughs> earlier. But a cake ball is my go-to mm. when it comes to birthdays. Um, it is just a a true delicacy when you take the good parts of a cake, you roll it up, <laughs> wrap it in frosting, <laughs> wrap it in frosting, and every bite tastes like the best part of the cake yeah uh, and it's just such a genius invention and i wish i would have known about it earlier that and the ice cream cake the ice cream cake is a thing of beauty yeah um, that carver's ice cream cake that you could get at the jewel uh, <laughs> that is uh that's every kid's dream okay. yeah i don't know how they came up with it but basically Everybody who ever had cake at a party would always get a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream, right? That was like the birthday thing. And then one guy said one day, don't worry about that. We'll just combine those two things together. And the the way it tastes, like every bite, it feels like you're getting cake and ice cream. And it's just a perfect blend. And it's not overdone. Um so yeah, I'd have to go cake balls, ice cream cake for the victors, but um if we're just doing a flavor of cake, banana is my all-time favorite. Oh, that's that's a good choice. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you on the cake pops. I remember my first cake pop. My my roommate's sister made them and they were delicious. Oh yeah. Yeah, and if you're a Starbucks fanatic, um, you can get one pretty much every day. So Yeah, exactly. Um, I think my favorite flavor, the, the one from my childhood that was like the go-to was a cannoli cake. I like all kinds of cakes nowadays, but that was like the iconic birthday cake of my childhood. So Yeah. Banana for me, uh, tiramisu is another good one. Um, choice. And 
if you're from Chicago, you have to say the Portillo's chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. That's another delicacy that uh, it's rare, but only only one slice is required. Like they pack so much icing or frosting into that cake that like every bite is perfect. Um, I've never had a dry piece of cake from Portillo's. It's it's always packed with frosting and it's just the perfect chocolate cake. So it's a good cake. Who would have thought a place that serves hot dogs and beef sandwiches would have a good chocolate cake? But <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is. It's it's the go to cake, chocolate cake. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you again, Andrew. This was uh, this was a lot of fun, and I'm excited about your list. I definitely couldn't have guessed any of those. Uh, <laughs> I was close in the pre-show when I guessed Taylor Swift, um, but oh. I thought it was going to be Shake It Off. So um, 22 a was a good upset. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, the new Red album is really killing it. So. Taylor Swift, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the podcast sometime. <laughs> Open invite, Taylor Swift. Open yes, invite. we are willing to talk music instead of movies and TV shows. But hey, you know where to find us. We're that famous. Yeah. <laughs> if we have the time. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Tune in next time to the Q Busters.